Valentine's week and this week we are handling the topic sex sexuality and dating that's right from the brand new book I want to take you to uh, the chapter that I think is one of the most important chapters uh, practically in the book yeah see uh, this chapter chapter 3 is all about a teenager's greatest win that's that's right a teenager's greatest win uh, I call it the hookup chapter chapter okay <laughs> why because back in the day my grandfather would pull the truck up uh, hook up a trailer and haul a load of something back in the day my father would crawl up on the roof and hook up the antenna so we could watch TV back in the day when I was in high school we would hook up with our friends and go out for pizza after a ball game yeah, today, the hookup is something totally different. Y uh, yeah. Anyway, in this chapter, I want to give you some really practical principles on dating, okay? It begins in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1 and verse 9. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1 and verse 9. And when you get the chapter, you'll be able to see it and read through that. And anyway, this is what it says. Um, verse 1, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, Paul says, It is good for a man not to touch a woman. <laughs> Period. Right there. End it. No, I think there's more to it. Because this is what he says in verse 9. Okay, so that was verse 1. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. Then he says in verse 9, after he lays out a lot of, you know, practical insight for us, he says this, But if... You cannot control yourself, then get married. <laughs> okay, L listen, I know there's a little humor in that and the way I share that. I don't think that's exactly what Paul was trying to, to do is to humor us, but the principle is really powerful. It is good for you not to touch a woman. And we know what that means. Physically, um, romantically, uh, um, affectionately in the wrong way. And then he says, if you can't control yourself, then the only answer is, mar is marriage, right? So listen, what about all the in-between? What about all that self-control? What about all the principles to help us? Man, I want to get really pr practical and help you. Um, let me give, here, l listen to this. Um, the answer to dating behavior begins with theology and not just physiology. <laughs> Whoa, did you hear that? It's not just about the body. It's about the spirit and the soul. It's about theology and not just physiology. Uh, okay, L listen. As it relates to dating, the central principle that I have shared with teenagers for decades is that they do not need each other. <laughs> what a simple principle right? You don't need each other. And yet that's kind of the way we treat each other, right? Guys kind of treat girls that way. Gimme, gimme, gimme. My name is Jimmy, right? Listen, that's not what it's about. It's about the theological perspective, the spiritual perspective, 
the identity and the creation perspective of each individual and not just the physiology. Man, okay. So uh, one more thing and then I'll get really practical here. As much as you think you need another person, we have to help teenagers understand that their most important relationship on earth is their relationship with God. That's right, not your bae or your bestie, but your relationship with the Holy Spirit on this earth is the most important relationship that you have. Because hear me, listen, if your relationship with the Holy Spirit is right, if your relationship with God is right, then all of your other relationships will be also. Okay, listen, dating goes one of two ways, all right? Now, maybe you might think there's a little play in between and there's a lot of other ways, but I think it's really easy to define dating in one of two ways. So let me give you this thought here on uh, dating way number one. L let me read this to you, okay? Boy meets girl. Girl flirts with boy. Boy asks girl to go out. Boy doesn't talk to the girl's parents or guardian. Girl says yes. Boy and girl go out and make out. Boy and girl go out again and make out again. Then boy gets aggressive and the girl gives in. Yeah, pretty customary, right? The hookup. Um, let me give you another scenario. All right, let me give you another scenario. This is the scenario that I'm, uh, I'm wanting to promote to you right now, okay? So th this would be uh, dating relationship number two. Boy meets girl. Girl rejects boy. <laughs> uh, and all the, all, all the ladies said, thank you very much. Uh, boy asks again and girl rejects boy again. <laughs> I'm not joking. But anyway, um, boy asks girl again and again and again. Girl decides to go out with boy, but asks him to talk to her parents or guardian first. Boy says no. Then later, boy realizes she is serious and says, okay. Boy meets parents or guardians. They tell boy to pick up the girl for church. <laughs> That's what it says. Anyway, boy and girl go to church for a few weeks. Then boy gets aggressive on a date. But girl places her Bible on the front seat next to her. Boy decides he will not crawl over Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John to get to Mary. <laughs> okay, anyway, that is right. That's disaster thwarted. But anyway, I know I'm having a little fun with that. But how do we avoid the mess? How do we avoid the chaos? This is really simple. Um, I'm gonna give you six simple practical principles and I'm literally, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take 30 seconds on each one and we're done with this and you can read it in the book, okay? So it's really simple to, um, to remember these dating principles because it goes by uh, the acronym DATING, D-A-T-I-N-G. Okay, the first one is this, date God first. That's right, that's the D. Like I said, you don't need each other. You want each other. But hear me, you need God. And if you will date God first, every other relationship will be right. 
Okay, so that's the D. The, the A, ask the parents. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, a lot could be thwarted, could be like, you know, avoided. It, uh, all this, the drama could be avoided with this simple second principle. Ask the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you need to meet the parents. Young man, you need to meet her parents. And let me tell you why. Because you can learn a lot about each other by meeting the parents. Okay, that's, re that's really important. Now, listen, this is how I say it. Teach teenagers to meet uh, a person's parents uh, or guardians and then to ask for permission to date someone. Talking to the parents will bring them into uh, accountability in that relationship because the parents find out, they ask how things are going, and it brings in a third party to uh, a dating relationship. And how many know a third party can save your can? Mm -hmm. Anyway, number, number three, the, the, the third principle is talk. D, dating God. A, asking the parents. T, talk. When you're on a date, talk, talk. Talk, 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 talk. <laughs> Bad things happen when you stop talking. So talk. <laughs> T, talk. Uh, did you get that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't stop talking. What does talking do? I think it places you in a relationship. Okay, and what it does, it allows you to get to know each other, to get to know each other's dreams, to get to know each other's likes or dislikes, to get to know whether this person meets my list. Okay, I know guys don't really have a list. Girls usually create a list. Okay, yeah, a list, listen to this. Abby, age 15, in the book, it's right there. Abby, age 15, said this, I made a list. And if someone doesn't match my list, I don't go out with them. One of the things on my list is that I want to marry a virgin. So that means I'm going to date a virgin. Thank you, Abby, very much. 15-year-old Abby. Anyway, talk, 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 talk. Get to know each other and stay out of danger by talking, okay? Uh, fourth principle is information. Information. And what I mean by this is information must be shared with the parents or guardians or somebody that is uh, able to lead in that uh, setting to outside of both of you, you know, maybe some friends. Always share the information on where you're going, when you're leaving, what time you're getting back. Man, so many problems have, have arisen because there's no plan for the date but the information can really bring safety and accountability, more fun, more creativity to, to the more purpose to uh, you know, that evening or that afternoon. And let me tell you what happens when you have, uh, when you have purpose, then you don't have sex. <laughs> it's true. If you have a purpose for that relationship and a purpose for that afternoon or that evening, then you're probably not gonna have sex. And the pressure, listen, the pressure is relieved with purpose. So share the information, the specific information around the date. Okay, uh, number five, never, N, never. Everybody say it with me, say it, never be alone. That's right, 
never be alone. Okay, this fifth principle is very important. It is a huge safeguard in dating. Let me read this to you. Never go into each other's bedroom alone. Never turn the lights off. Never lie under a blanket together. Never put the car in park if you are both in it. Bad things happen when you put a car in park and you're both in it, okay? So when you put the car in park, let her out first, okay? Preferably, okay? Listen, never go beyond kissing and never drop her off without going back up to the door, thanking her parents, dropping the package off the way that you received it. Hello, never, never, never. All these things, don't be alone. Never walk into the bedroom, never lay under a blanket, never turn the lights off. You know, some of you are like, I don't know why we did that. I don't know why we went beyond kissing. I don't know why we had sex. I don't understand why. Let me tell you why. You were alone, you had the lights off, you had a blanket on you, and you were watching Netflix. I wonder what's gonna happen. Listen, dating principles, right? Nevers. You need a lot of nevers in your dating relationship. Okay, hey, the last one is G, right? The last one is G, group dating. That's right, man. Wow. Uh, group date. This is so powerful. Group dating is critical to your development. Listen, group dating can show teenagers how different people treat each other, how to handle relationships with different types and kinds of people. And it takes the pressure off performing. Wow, what great help. Just the simple little acronym, dating. Okay, dating. Date God first. Ask the parents for permission. Bring that, accountab that accountability with, with the ask, right? When you, when you think about that accountability, I'm telling... You know, one of the things that I'm that I am absolutely sure of is this I, this idea of having another voice in the relationship. Okay, having another voice in the relationship. I can't emphasize that a enough. Okay, and then the uh, and then the, the T when when you spend time in communication and talking, something happens in the relationship that is uh, positive and not just affectionate and not just physiology, but it's theology, and, right? Okay, and then I, information, get all the information you can on the date, give that to the people that, you, that need to know that to keep you accountable with that. And never, 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 never do those basic things that we just talked about, okay? And then finally, G, group dating. That can help you formulate the way you're going to treat each other. It takes the pressure off performing in a dating setting. So, man, I hope this was helpful to you. You can get it all right here at Gen Sexy, okay? Gen Sexy. And uh, all the re latest research, some uh, theology, the, uh, the history of the sexual revolutions and all of that. And then, of course, the dating principles uh, for relationships. So, listen, thanks again for joining us at Youthology. Have a great Valentine's weekend, okay? And uh, I'll see you again next week on Youthology Live. Thank you.